0: We are recording the episode now.
1: Welcome to Mindcap Podcast. I'm Doug and I'm Justin. Oh, we are so happy to
0: have you with us today. <laughs> oh, it makes us so so Andy happy in the mm.
1: Guys, welcome. We love you. Mm. That was Hans, and what was it, Hans the party boy? Don't we used to do those characters? Oh back yeah, in the day? yeah. That was really dumb. Or, or uh, the I think in general it was just the Austrian fun boy. That's what that's what it was. Yeah. Or it was fuck boy Tommy. I think is what we called him. Um, guys, welcome. Welcome to Mind Gap. We're so happy to have you, and we're so happy to tell you about our sponsor, which is Elephant and Castle. ENC, Located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. And uh, we love it here. We record here every Tuesday. Yep. So if you're ever in the area, stop by, say, hey. Uh, but also, come by and check them out. They have some really great food. They have some really great specials. They've got happy hour every Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Where they got snack and shares,
0: a uh, little snack and share.
1: All items that are eleven dollars or less are half price, which is pretty fucking sweet. You also got four dollar domestic drafts and four dollar house wines for six ounces. Really good stuff. They also have great daily specials, such as one and done Monday, where keg, ooh, a craft keg of beer taps at five p.m. and they pour it until it's gone. It's three bucks. They change it out every week. It's fucking awesome. It's really cool. Come by and check that out. You've got Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins are 25% off. Hey, Justin, what's a tin?
0: Well, a tin is a soft, faintly bluish, white, lustrous, low-melting, crystalline metallic element that is mello- malleable and ductile at ordinary temperatures uh, and that is used especially in containers as a protective coating in tin foil and in soft solid layers. Uh, sorry, in soft soldiers and alloys. <laughs> soldiers? Soldier. S-O-L-D-E-R-S?
1: That's soldiers. Soldiers. Not 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 soldiers. I said soldiers. You you said soldiers. I said soldiers. Like no soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tins are a can of beer. So those are twenty five percent off on Tuesdays. You guys also got wine down Wednesday, where wine by the glass is a dollar off, and wine by the bottle is half price for your winos. For your winos, uh, locals only Thursday for select Chicago drafts are five and a half dollars. Really sweet. Of course, for you brunch bitches out there, uh, Saturday and Sunday, they've got brunch. They've also got $5 mimosas and Bloody Mary. So come check that shit out. They've also got really great food. Let's see here. What do they got on the menu? They got something really sweet. I think that might just be drinks. Nope. They've got the veggie burger. They got uh, their snack and share. Truffle farm potato crisps. What? Yeah. Sweet potato fries, calamari. Oh, Castle Nachos, damn. They got Mm -hmm. some good stuff here, guys. their
0: calamari is no joke here, by
1: the way. Yeah, no joke. So come check them out. Uh, Tell them Mind Gap sent you and that you guys uh, love everything about them, because we do, and you should check them out. Absolutely. Also, guys, uh, when you get a chance, uh, head over to iTunes, head over to Spotify, head over to Stitcher, head over to Google Podcasts, and leave a review. Tell them give us a rating and leave a review. Uh, l- just let everyone know what you think of us because it really helps us with rocking up those charts, uh, getting us some notoriety, and we'd, we'd appreciate it forever if you could just do us a favor and take care of that. And
0: also share us around. Yeah, it doesn't take. So if you when we post it online, just take the link and just share it on your page or send it to someone. And say hey, I think you really dig this podcast. Check it out.
1: Exactly. So if you get a chance to share us around, please do. We'll be forever grateful. If
0: every person shared it with one person,
1: that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to the folks that have done that. We appreciate yes, it. Yes, very much. So that being said, uh, this week's episode is a real fun one because I was kind of in a shitty mood and uh, Justin brought out the rage in me. I shouldn't say the rage. Maybe. I don't know. Half a cup of it. And uh, we were talking about uh, some unanswerable questions. Some things like, if we have logic and reason, how come we can't define truth? Mm. <sighs> Why does why time exist? Mm-hmm. Is the universe finite or infinite? Uh, or infinite. Or infinite. Uh, and then there was the one that pissed me off. Like, why don't we know the future? You'll find out in the episode. God, it still makes me angry. <laughs> uh, so check that out. It, we had an absolute blast. And if you haven't answered any of our questions that we asked, uh, look us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at at, mindga- at, at Podcast. <laughs> Guys, you can find us at Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. You did that better than I did. Shocker! Uh, and let us know what you think about the episode. Enjoy. One fifty nine. Mind Gap Podcast.
0: outlines the butterfly effects, I mean probably in full detail, probably clearer than any other uh written thing ever mm-hmm. has there's a whole done. chapter
1: yeah in Leviticus. right
0: it's called <laughs> the butterfly it's effect. called yeah Le- leviticus twelve uh fourteen mm-hmm.
1: yeah, the butterfly effect the Le-
0: butterfly effect.
1: <laughs> it's French for some reason, <laughs> except it's not it just has a in front of it. That's how um, Latin works, right? It's yeah. I feel like guys, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a
0: Latin, I'm not a Latinist. I'm but, not a Latinologist. Uh, not a Latinologist, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's how Latin works. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to tell you about a story, not to uh, travel back down the bathroom path too deep today. Hey, we're always in the bathroom <clears throat> path, baby. <clears throat> but I had another the path I walked. down. I had another bathroom story that happened Please, that I thought you would appreciate. Um, so I was in, and I wanted to kind of see what you would have done in the same situation. Okay. So I walked into the bathroom um, and the urinals were all taken up. So I went into the stall um, to take a piss. Like and a gentleman. Like a gentleman, uh, like a gentleman. And <clears throat> so the, uh there's a guy in the stall next to me, right? So to my, to my left. And I'm peeing in the toilet and there is one uh, stall that in our new office that if another person opens or closes their stall door, it... The latch doesn't work on that one, and it just opens. Right, mm-hmm. and you hear this creak, and you're just exposed. I was in that stall, and so someone else down the row opened or closed their door, and as I'm mid pee, uh, my door, I hear my door <laughs> creak behind me, and it freaks me out. And so you know, I jump pretty easily, right? Um, so I, I hear that opening behind me. I'm thinking someone, maybe this, maybe the Chet fella I keep talking about, mm. is coming in and saying, "Hey, what's going on?" And so I jump midstream, and I turn and look, and I end up splashing piss all over the wall. And it, it definitely hits below the divider, and it, so it, it, but it's behind the toilets. It hits the wall, but below the divider. So there's some on the wall behind the toilet, there's some on the, divi- the, the stall wall, and then there's some on the floor. And I just, like, audibly, I go, oh, shit. And I close it, I finish up, shake, flush, out. And I washed my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was definitely someone in that stall with the piss on the ground and on their wall now. What w- and so in my head, I'm like, and that, that's what the oh shit was. I was like, oh, God, what do I do? And I paused for a brief moment going, I could, like, get toilet paper and, like, clean it up. But then I'm bending down and, like, reaching into their side of the stall. I could just leave it and be the gross dude that just leaves piss on the wall. And I opted for B. <laughs> what would you have done?
1: Well, you're the reason why HR sends out emails about bathroom etiquette. So, <laughs> congratulations. Look,
0: if they were to fix the fucking doors, mm-hmm. we would not have had this. I have great bathroom etiquette. You know what's really that was attractive? A, that was accidentally. You
1: know what's really attractive in a human being is accountability, Justin. Yeah? Owning up to your actions.
0: So, you think I should have, I should have gone underneath and gone, Hey, friend, I'm just going to be down here
1: for a moment. Look, all I'm saying is, you know, you go down, you clean up your pee, you do a complimentary hand job, and then you move on your way. <laughs> just as you sorry for your trouble right i got gotcha. you don't uh-huh. worry don't worry we're done here you don't have to kiss it you know you just
0: <laughs> then you don't give good hand jobs.
1: no it's it's mine is an experience that you will never really want to have happen ever again <laughs> you it's ins- rough it's you ins- dry it's you to the point that, yeah yeah exactly it's, rough, it's dry and to the point you <laughs> want this done let's get it over with you know <laughs> we get it done and we're, we're moving on with our day right yeah no, I get it, I get Because I, I would have cleaned up the stall. I don't know if I would have gone all the way under to the other person's, especially I mean, the if there's is, someone like, under there.
0: All of it happened behind where the toilet is. Mm-hmm. So, like, it hit the stall wall, the actual wall, and the floor,
1: like, and underneath. What you should have done is, like, made your hand in, like, a little face and gone in, like, hey, buddy, sorry <laughs> about this, but I pissed behind the wall behind your toilet. I'll be just a moment and we'll clean this up, lickety split.
0: Look here, see? We're gonna clean the piss up, and we'll be right out of here. Yeah, right, I go. Hey,
1: did you hear about this asshole that just pissed behind just your, your seat? That's what. No, what no, a you, fucking prick! You got to go over over the top,
0: yeah. for that other one. Mm-hmm. And so you've got the top and the bottom, so he doesn't know where to look. He's
1: like, "What the fuck is happening? What's happening? This is like yeah.
0: a this is a terrible puppet show. I don't like, want to be a part. I didn't, I didn't sign up for this puppet no, show. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And so you you just you entertain him and then you leave.
0: Right, and he forgets about the piss. And, and when he comes
1: s- out, you hold out a tip jar because you're an asshole. You're and standing there. Yeah. Hey, puppet show. I hope you really. Liked it. You guilt him into it. You I, know? What I'd
0: actually like to do is I would stand by the sinks mm-hmm. with paper towel in my hand mm-hmm. and just wait for him silently to mm-hmm. wash his hands, and then I hand him the paper towel. Then I put my hand out.
1: No, you put the hand of paper towel and be like, "Hey, can you clean up the pee that I I spilled behind the your stall?" Can by you the way, for me?
0: by the way, I don't know if you saw a pee just come like flowing into your section. Yeah, that was for me. Yeah, can you clean that up?
1: I did that. Yeah, so <laughs> I did if You could do me a solid.
0: I own that now, and I get to dictate what happens there. Yeah,
1: you clean it up. I need you to go in there and clean that up. All right, Chet. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Yes, yeah, so I was. It was just one of those rows.
0: It was one of those. It was a lose-lose situation. Mm-hmm. If I if I clean it up, then I'm I'm face almost in the toilet, reaching behind, trying to. And then there's someone in the other stall. Yeah. And If I leave it, then I'm the asshole who left the piss on the wall. It was just a very unfortunate situation. It's
1: because like, I almost understand to a degree. Like if I was the guy in the other stall, and you did that and didn't clean it up, a part of me would be like, I get it. Right. right. You <laughs> know was, what I mean?
0: I was hoping. There's another part of me that hopes that it was just far enough behind him he didn't notice anything yeah. happened. Well,
1: odds are the person was probably in there on their phone and didn't know anything. Exactly. So That's what I'm banking on. A big yeah. Deal. But I was just, I was yeah. so
0: pissed off that, <laughs> no pun intended, that Good joke, Justin. this door just opened and I turn around and it was... Didn't even consider that when I turned, my whole body was going with me.
1: Just you got plant those feet, man. And I looked
0: back around, and I was like, fuck, i just pissed all over yeah. the wall. God damn it. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, that that was That was today.
1: Hmm. Yep. Happy Tuesday.
0: Happy Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> uh, so
1: actually, I have a slight update uh, from our last podcast. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, I mentioned my good friend Mandy <clears throat> and yes. how she used to tell her kids, if you don't behave, the coyotes will get you. And uh, she reached out to me. And she said, Funny story. Only her youngest son remembers the coyote threat, and he claims to not uh, be scared of coyotes, only wolves. Uh, she's always been pretty sure her oldest can't hear her voice, so his lack of memory only reinforces that. <laughs> Horrific threats are apparently a family pastime however uh, her dad used to tell her uh, he would have to go to the she would have to go to the bad kid building if uh, she didn't shape up and i uh, had a building they drove past that was said building it was a funeral home i found out later Oh god that's that is morbid You're going to go to the bad kid building it's like that's a fucking funeral home You're going to die <laughs> if you don't shape up we're going to kill you That's where all the bad kids go Right yeah
0: okay don't don't test us yeah yeah we have every right i brought you into this world i'll take you out
1: exactly yeah (laughs) right there
0: that is terrifying that is also mandy uh obviously um the threat did not work well if they're scared Mm -hmm. now of coyotes or wolves and not coyotes
1: yeah similar thing i mean is it that that
0: or i would be i'm kind of worried about does the kid understand animals
1: well, they're similar, so I would give him yeah, that. I it's I not suppose. like ostrich and bear, you know. He's There's a bear. No, honey, that's an ostrich.
0: She she's told him about the coyotes, and then like years down the road, he sees like a wombat, and he's yeah. like, ah! It's a coyote. It's a coyote. No. 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 They walk by an aquarium, he points at a fish. Coyote? Coyote? No.
1: Every animal's a coyote. He doesn't understand. <laughs> terrified of animals. Oh, everything's a coyote It's going to get me. It's just mm. like, no, I'm talking about the child traffickers. God, why won't God. you listen to me? ugh kid to my right jesus christ um yeah so mandy thanks for sharing Man, we thanks, appreciate it thank you for sharing mandy hopefully your kids don't go to the bad kid building <laughs>
0: That is an absolute, Mandy. I have to say that I feel bad because yeah. that is a terrible thing to tell your children that yeah. you're like the funeral home yeah. is
1: where you're going if you misbehave. I understand it's probably on the fly. It's like uh, that building, right? You know, that's where you're gonna go. Still, but then, I
0: can't imagine that there were that sparse of buildings where yeah. she grew up. That like that was well, she grew up in Kirksville, so you know. Well, that's fair. That, I'll look. I've never been. It's not like it'd be like I've the High V.
1: That's where all uh, the bad kids go, Dad. That's the grocery store. Like, no, that's
0: where the Chinese food comes from. <laughs>
1: Mean the dog kennel? (laughs) Oh, woof!
0: Indeed. Yes, indubitably. So, Doug, I have uh, I have something I want to talk to you about. Okay. I have uh, ten unanswerable questions. Is it that
1: wolves make coyotes, or coyotes can make wolves? Is that how that works? Right. I can't remember. Well, we're gonna. It's an, an 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 unanswerable question. Gotcha. Which is why
0: we're here today.
1: We're going to answer some of the most unanswerable questions in the universe. That
0: neither science nor religion can answer. Now, this is a list, uh, an article, rather, that was put together uh, in 2013 by someone else. So <laughs> don't judge us for this. By uh, Chet. By Chet. But Chet put this together after he cleaned my pee up. Yes. Um, no, I, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was on a random uh, search of the interwebs, and I came across uh, some unanswerable questions, and this list stuck out to me because of the title that neither science nor religion can answer when i read through it a little bit more and started to dive into some of the uh when he expands upon these questions <laughs> i was reading them to doug and doug started to get a little angry with some of these mm-hmm. so i thought it would be interesting to kind of read through them uh what they have and then just unpack this and see what we yeah, think right exactly so um it starts by talking about the feud between science and religion oh god
1: okay so uh. even,
0: even before the time of copernicus
1: Oh, boy. This scientists. person smells their own farts in a glass. You know they do. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me start even For It says,
0: a few years ago, I was taking a tour of a dome-shaped house.
1: <sighs> For some reason, I say a few years ago, <laughs> so I was taking a dump. And uh, I started thinking about Copernicus. I <laughs> started so thinking about Copernicus
0: there. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, scientists uh, had proposed something other than the Earth-centered universe. Uh, Well, evidence, yada, yada. So he talks about how science and religion have always kind of been at odds with each other. Galileo, uh, yeah, he talks about all these fucking, he mentions Copernicus three times, um, yada, yada. So first question, why are there exceptions to every rule?
1: Wait, this came from science. Oh, so that was like the intro. This that was the intro. Oh, okay, yeah. even
0: before the time of Copernicus, scientists like all these people had proposed something other than an Earth-centered universe. Well, evidence well evidence of this line of thinking had been building for centuries, uh, with Nicholas Copernicus publishing his landmark book on the revolutions of the celestial spheres in 1543. It wasn't until Galileo made his mark. In Do you think that guy just
1: got? Super laid. This after guy that book.
0: has spent a lot of time on Wikipedia. Right. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Copernicus. Yeah. Oh, you think
1: Copernicus just got super laid after writing that book? He was
0: swimming in 1500s.
1: plus They were just like rebellious. Like, oh my gosh, the Earth's not the center of the universe. Oop! Oh, there's my skirt. Right.
0: <laughs> so it wasn't until Galileo made his mark in 1615 uh, that the rift between science and religion would uh, reach death sentencing proportions.
1: I remember hearing about that.
0: The Galileo verdict caused a rift between science and religion that continues even today. However, there are some seemingly unanswered questions that neither science nor religion can offer a reasonable answer to. I'll do my best to keep this balanced so I don't come across as favoring one side or the other. I feel like
1: he doesn't have to bring science and religion into this. They can just be questions.
0: (laughs) With this in mind, I'll start with a rather unusual question. Why Mm -hmm. are there exceptions to every rule? I think it's not as unusual as he believes. Let
1: me answer your question with a question. What's this have to do with science or religion?
0: Right. Well... Let me get into what he says here. Uh, Why why is it that all of our rules, theories, maxim, and models have an exception? This is precisely the way the world works except when it doesn't.
1: (gasps) Oh, you fucking prick. I saw what he did there. He threw an exception in there. In a perfect world, we wouldn't
0: have any exceptions, or would we? (gasps) Oh, God. On the surface, this seems like a rather tw- trite question. And if you ask it, yada, yada, yada. Um, so he goes on, even with our basic understanding of math, two plus two does not always equal four. It depends on what type of scale. Can you
1: read this as if you were a fat guy trying to breathe? <laughs>
0: even with a basic understanding of math, two plus two does not always equal four.
1: I find that much more entertaining. It
0: depends on what type of measurement scale you're On what type of measurement...
1: Measurement yeah. scale you're using. <laughs> oh, chase cake. There are,
0: there are four types of measurement scales. Um, nominal. Nominal. Uh, or, or Jesus Christ. Uh, or hey, we're leaving religion out of this, okay? Only the last two categories, does 2 plus 2 equal 4? And he goes fucking into this. So... My question to you is, Doug, why are there exceptions to every rule? It's
1: actually not a bad question. Right. I'll give him credit, although I'm sure I should not give him credit. Look, the
0: question's not bad. Yeah. Everything that follows is dog shit.
1: Just a bunch of him stroking himself as he's just, you know, sitting on a toilet. If you
0: could not uh, tell... So far, I, I specifically picked this because Doug is in an especially cantankerous mood today. I
1: am. Just a little bit. Yeah.
0: Thing, things are going on, and Doug is ready to rumble. So yeah. I, wanted to get, I wanted to bring something up that I, that I felt would push
1: buttons. So is the question, why are there exceptions to every rule? Yes. Are there Phys- exceptions to every rule? Well, in, according to him, there are.
0: Give me a rule that there's not an exception
1: to. Um, I mean.
0: Because obviously, two plus two doesn't always equal four. Depending never on pet the, a
1: burning dog.
0: What if the only way to put the dog out is to pet it?
1: Exception. That doesn't make sense. You'd never pet a dog to put it out. I'm just saying there's exceptions to that's the rule. That's not an exception. That's a, that's a fallacy. Yeah, what if you pet it with a fireproof blanket? <laughs> that's not <laughs> petting. That's, that's smothering. That's a big difference. Well, I'm
0: just saying it depends on how <laughs> the blanket is used, uh, right? Oh,
1: boy. <coughs> this is how religion and science got at odds. Uh, Semantics. Never pet a burning dog. I don't know if that's, no, that's actually a, that's a rule, but a, I yeah, I mean it's something. It's a rule I live by. Um, I was gonna say, uh, the I was gonna say, always, always stop at a red light. But there's gonna be times where it's an emergency. Absolutely, you know? exception. So there's an exception, exception! there. Exception. Exception. Always pay your taxes. Unless you're Willie
0: Nelson or Denzel. Exception. <laughs>
1: yeah, but they also get consequences for that. Right. Yeah, but they didn't for a long time. You mean Denzel? You mean uh, Denzel paid his taxes? I'm pretty, thinking, oh, I'm sorry, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Will Smith. That's not right. No. Nope, Wesley yeah. Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. 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 Um but are they an exception because they didn't pay their taxes? I mean the rule is pay your taxes, but I guess they didn't, right. so I guess that's the exception.
0: You can't so yeah, the exception is you don't pay your taxes.
1: <laughs> that seems more of like a <clears throat> an option.
0: You're right, you're break so it's more I would say that it's you're more breaking, the, breaking rule. the rule than an exception of yeah. to the rule. Yeah. Um always pay your taxes. I guess unless, unless the
1: taxes are unfair, taxation without representation, revolutionary war.
0: Exception.
1: <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to be like, never punch another person unless they're threatening your life. Right. Exception. <laughs> um,
0: so I, to the always question, pay your tab. Oh. Unless service was absolutely terrible.
1: Yeah. What? Wait. Even if you ordered your food and everything, you got your food. You ate your food. Even if the service was bad, you don't pay for your food.
0: Well, when I say service was terrible, like someone dumped like water on your head and mm, called you. Okay. And they fat shamed you. And. <laughs>
1: don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare bait me with that. If the,
0: you know if that's the case, then walk out. Don't pay your tab.
1: <laughs> don't you dare, you son of a bitch. Exception. <laughs> I guess there are. Um, Um,
0: Yeah, I I feel like. I mean, I'm sure someone can come up with a rule to which there is not an exception. But
1: yeah, I challenge that to you, audience. Come up with a rule for which there is no exception.
0: I feel like because we live, everybody dies. Essentially, because we live in a, everyone dies. Everybody dies. Is that a
1: rule? That is is a rule of law of of nature. (laughs) What's the difference?
0: (laughs) So now it's, yeah, exceptions versus breaking the rules and rule versus law. What do you got?
1: I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Uh, my former boss just sent me a text and said, I just watched 10 minutes of Justice League. I am both dumber and less likable. Irreversible <laughs> damage. She needs to listen to the episode. Uh, Courtney, thank you <laughs> for that. That's awesome, Courtney. That is amazing, and I appreciate you.
0: Also, I'm sorry that you put yourself through that.
1: Should I watch 10 minutes? And that's the better part, right. I would argue.
0: Like the first ten, well, that's the question. What ten minutes did I'm she watch? I'm assuming it's the
1: first ten. I don't Maybe. think she just hopped in, you know, in the middle. So, but but yeah. yeah
0: so I, I would I would argue from a more philosophical standpoint why are there exceptions to every rule? Because I feel like the universe in and of itself is just a giant paradox, mm-hmm. and so like there's going to be exceptions to rules because that's you know law the law the law of nature i think is is like what is the uh, the chaos is like mm-hmm. a, a natural kind of occurring thing right
1: yeah i would also argue that in general the rules are good in general that's mm-hmm. not always the case cuz you know there's corrupt buttholes who <clears throat> right. make uh, rules and stuff like like that um, but in general the rules are there to help but there's times where you do have to ignore the rules uh, for the betterment of yourself and others, sure. You know, for the most part, like <clears throat> in the red light situation, exactly, yeah, you should yeah. always stop at a red light because those are the rules. And if you want to be safe, you don't run a red light. But there's going to be times where you have an emergency, someone's sick, right? You know, whatever, and you have to get someone to the hospital, <coughs> and you just have to run <coughs> that red light. Always go the speed limit, you know. But right. sometimes people don't want to do that. And for the, the idea, for the most part, is to be safe. Right? And there's times where you can exceed that. I'd also argue that when there's exceptions to the rules, there's usually consequences.
0: I would say typically, yes. Yeah, yeah. usually. Typically, speaking. there's consequences, mm-hmm. uh, be them right or wrong, but yeah. there are typically consequences when you break the rule. Rules also, it's it, I would say it's a very thin line between rule and law
1: as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true. I agree.
0: Because I feel like when you when you break laws, there are always consequences. I
1: think there's very few things in life that are just straight up like black and white sort of like rulings. I mean, no, killing yeah. is bad, yes, but sometimes you must do it to survive.
0: Sure. I mean so, again like that's a, you can take it to a, a very extreme yeah, level. Exactly.
1: Right. And you know th- there's there's all sorts of stuff like stealing is bad but sometimes you have to do it to survive. Right. Seems like a lot of survival things here. Um, you know So
0: when it's for y- your own gain it's okay. Yeah. Sometimes ah, you know
1: you know t- you shouldn't yell at your child but sometimes you have to to get their attention. Right. So that they survive. Yeah. So that they sur- <laughs> so th- <laughs> again guys it always
0: comes down to survival. And poop and poop so if there's one thing always
1: wipe your ass justin but got sometimes you gotta get going to survive to survive <laughs> zombies aren't gonna wait for you to wipe your ass it's
0: very true yeah look it all comes out in the wash <laughs> if if i'm being honest
1: yeah hopefully literally um except when it doesn't oh exception, exception!
0: <laughs> i think we're, we're gonna make
1: a sequel to inception called exceptions <laughs> it's gonna be a way dumber and more boring movie <laughs>
0: we're also renaming this podcast if you did not know uh it's just doug and justin's survival guide (laughs) and that's it we're just going to tell you how to survive the rules of survival we're going to give you scenarios and we will tell you rules to to break in in case of survival in order to in case of
1: survival break here like break glass
0: (laughs) that is perfect that's got to be the the logo for it uh all right so the second question that he poses is why do and this is perfect for practical doug who Mm. we've
1: uh, established hey, by the way shout out to the people who've been asking practical Doug questions huge shout out right we yeah. got Haig who has some good ones we had Tony Hobbs yep. who has some good ones uh, Christian Nunez asked a good one uh, you guys have been great keep yeah. asking them I love to answer your questions this is yeah. fantastic they've been wonderful hashtag ask practical Doug uh, on Twitter at uh, the dbuzz or at mindgap and then on Facebook just tag me or, or mindgap ask practical Doug
0: right you can do that. So this one, and we've established. <laughs> you can do <laughs> that. Yep, that's a thing. That's a thing. You, uh, we've established uh, a while ago that practical Doug uh, smothered and killed logical Doug. I th- I'm pretty sure we established that a while ago.
1: I guess. Yeah. Aren't they um, kind of cousins? I mean, they were. Like re- they
0: were related, but practical Doug. <laughs> there's some things that are just co- very logical. That, mm-hmm. that practical. I we've. I know we talked about this in a previous podcast. That mm-hmm. practical Doug uh, will. He has veto power. Will throttle. Mm-hmm. Logical, Doug, if, yeah. if need be. So, uh, this one is for you then. Why do logic and reason fail to explain that which is true?
1: Because everyone's truth is different. Boom. Especially when you have to survive. Exactly. Especially. Because <laughs> what is truth? That's, I mean, yeah. Because, I I mean, you hear it all the time. It's like, well, that's your truth. Right. And that's my truth. And I, you know, I mean, there's certain things that like light exists. But does it though? It does, because this room is brighter, and we are better for it, and we can survive with light. <laughs> Survival. <laughs> um, it, it, I guess there's there's things that are true to certain people. Like I, that's why you you know you can try to reason with people on abortion, but you're going to have people that find stuff on you know when does uh, life exist, and right. people will try to use science and reason and logic, and everyone has a different idea of when that happens. Right. And they can't quite pin it down, so there's always going to be a debate there, right? You know. Well,
0: and I think that's the other thing, uh, especially when it comes to science versus religion, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to that—that that logic and reason, that all those arguments always go out the window because yeah. science will always go with logic and reason, and religion will always go with uh, more of a uh, like an understanding or faith. A knowing faith. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's and that so. Either one to the opposite party is always going to be wrong, which is, Mm -hmm. to your point, everyone's truth is different.
1: Well, it's the same thing with, like, climate change, too. Like, you know, was it 98% of, you know, scientists say that climate change is real and there's 2% that don't? So there's even then based on you know whatever facts that are out there. And you mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, we've seen this stuff happen with diets and things like that, the dietary information. The food pyramid that we grew up with was a lie. Holy Christ. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs yeah. are good again. They're bad again. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? You know, vaccines are bad because some asshole wrote a terrible paper about it. You know, and right. it's like no, ma- no matter of fact is going to change those crazy people's minds, that vaccine. No, man. They kill you, they give autism. Go drown. Go eat a knife, as far as I'm concerned. Eat a knife? That's go, a new one. Go swallow a knife. That's you know? a new one. Like, just seriously, fuck off if you're an anti-vaxxer. That's all I have to say about that. So Doug's drawing lines again today. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. You're an idiot. <laughs> you and you flat earthers can go just fuck each other until you die. Have fun with that. Hashtag ass Practical Doug. Hashtag ass Practical Doug. No, I, at, the, at, the, at the core of that, I think truth, it, it, it's a... Is, <laughs> Well, if it's paradoxical or as insane as it sounds, I think truth is variable yeah. depending on your standpoint of view. Yeah. So depending on what you believe in as far as like what what is true to you, like you just – I said light is here. You're like, well, is it? I don't know. To you, the idea of light may be different than my idea. So your truth, you can use your logic and reason to get to your truth. Right. Which is why, to quote Bill Burr, you can go to imright.com and find whatever you need to. (laughs) Right, exactly. To support your argument. You know, it's the same thing with people being on Facebook and social media and getting that echo chamber of things that they want to hear. To support their truth of what they believe in. I mean, that goes from conspiracy theories to just social... Sort of issues people can find whatever they want to find the truth that they want. So
0: right. absolutely, and, and and the other thing that we've always talked about too is that uh, perception becomes reality. Mm-hmm. So like what you what you yeah. perceive. So again, someone might argue that you know that that bag right there, that handle in that bag is green, mm-hmm. and someone else Jesus. might see it and go, you know, that's blue. That's is def- that's the dress blue. blue or gold? Right. Exactly. Say
1: Laurel oriani. Right. Exactly. You know?
0: And I'm, some people will say, well, there is a right answer, and then there is what some people perceive. Mm-hmm. But again, with perception being reality. Mm-hmm. You know, your perception becomes your truth. There's
1: people that are colorblind that can't see certain colors. Exactly. So, so for
0: them, like, it, yeah, you may say that scientifically that bag is green. But again, mm-hmm. sci- science is is great. But if that's if someone lives in a reality that is tru- truly mm-hmm. outside of the realm of what you're saying, then why, why is it wrong?
1: Right? You know, optical illusions, things will look a certain way, but they're not right. what they are because that's just how they look. So the truth there is that these things are different and your brain can't perceive that. Exactly. Based on certain certain circumstances, yeah,
0: so. and also as they say, the truth is out there.
1: Yeah, they also say the truth hurts. Right, love hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: So the other, <laughs> the next question, um, "True Lies" starring is, Arnold Schwarzenegger. There you go. Is <laughs> the universe? And I, this one is 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 the universe finite or infinite?
1: I mean, I'm a doctor, and I'll say it's infinite. Or should I say,
0: <laughs> I love because when I read it first, I was like. Is the universe finite or infinite, <laughs> or is it finite or infinite? Yeah. <laughs> Again,
1: why do why do you pronounce them differently, Doug? I don't know. Why is tomb and bomb pronounced differently? Oh fuck. Yeah, that's a Gallagher that's joke. Too much to think. Is it really? That's a Gallagher joke. I'm I remember that from de- when I was a kid. I'm very depressed now. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, yeah. So is the universe finite or infinite? So this is what he had to say. This well, is what our, our well, Let me
1: th- preface this with this Infinity Stones. Need I say more? Game on. <laughs>
0: Incidentally, how are you? how How is the search going? Yeah, in
1: case you guys don't know, um, Justin, we're gonna we're gonna take friends, a quick uh, uh, we'll update yeah. on the Infinity Stone situation. If you guys don't uh, don't know, Justin and Sam Cook and Chris Vellucci, uh, we had a board game day uh, a couple months ago and during the day Justin and his it was uh, a board
0: game day slash housewarming party for you.
1: Yeah and uh, during that day Justin and his minions uh, hid six infinity stones around my house. They all are color accurate to the movie and they left a yellow latex glove. Like a dishwashing a glove. A dishwashing glove and they said that essentially this is the infinity gauntlet in order to win this game you have to find and collect all six infinity stones. And whoever
0: collects them rules the, his ultimate ruler over the house. Exactly.
1: So Jill and I were drummed up into a fury. Immediately Jill found one right away but then we didn't find before we got home that night yeah we you guys texted it was like we found one i was like shit and then we didn't find one for months like (laughs) we didn't find it for a while and then on one day we found four right so found four you went
0: from one to five. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so we're waiting on the last one. The last one we're looking for is the mind gem. And I want to give a special shout out to you. And I think Sam of Sam came up with the one, but where the Soul Stone was hidden was ingenious. Oh,
0: that's Sam I that that, that was a uh that was a gruesome twosome right there. Yeah. We we both will take credit for that
1: one. So they, they hid it in one of my board games like in a plastic bag. So yeah. I had I was So it was th-
0: downstairs in the basement uh-huh. in a closet uh-huh. in a random board game underneath the rules and the, the board, mm-hmm. and then in a plastic, in one yeah. of the bags where some of the pieces are. Exactly. So it was really And I gotta bare. say,
1: I've only found one so far, and that was a pretty magical moment when I found it. Oh, I opened gee. it up and I was like, <gasps> I found one and it was the salt Stone! The most difficult one. Right. I found it. I was like, yes! And it is... I did a little jig. I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 Soul Stone! Made the pack stance. I was like, boom, 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 boom. I started twerking.
0: It's a weird... <laughs> it is a weird... uh satisfying feeling it is 100% meaningless but you found it and you just i you felt like you oh.
1: le- legitimately found so well to give you some context also uh, Jill's family was in town her uh, her sister uh, yeah. her brother-in-law two kids and her mom and Jill randomly found one in the silverware drawer she goes "Doug," I was like what I found an infinity stone and uh, her brother-in-law is a giant nerd like us and he's like wait what's this I love the fact that they was and we told to him about. It. It. He goes, "We've got to fucking find them. <laughs> and like he just went on a tear. He's like, "Guys, we got to find these," and we, everyone just was like all pumped up. And so everyone was searching, That's like trying to so think and cool. brainstorm. And Jill's mom was like, "You know what? I bet there's one above the pantry." And sure enough, I don't again. Someone goes over there. There was one, and she's like, "I, I bet you there's one by the front door." Sure enough, in one of the drawers by the front door. There's another she, one. I it. It makes me worried that she was able to get those
0: so easily. Like I'm pretty sure that she is an Avenger.
1: And then her brother-in-law was like, stared at all of our games. He goes, "I bet there's one in here." And then he walked away. I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna go through these motherfuckers, every single one." And I about halfway through. Did you have have halfway through? And I was just going through them all cool. And then I saw it. I was like, "Ah!"
0: Because that's what Sam and I decided. We were like, "It's gonna take." Like again, if Mm -hmm. for some random reason you didn't find it like you did, but like we're like, it could potentially be years. I haven't
1: played that game in a while. It's one of my favorite games, Zombies, for the record. Right. And it's a fantastic game, but it's not a game that I play that often. Right, so. well, and it's
0: not a game that you really play like two people or three. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a game you get when you get together. So yeah. you'd have to have a bunch of people together. Out of the closet of board games, you'd have to pick that one out. Right. And then you'd have to go through all the, again, maybe you didn't have enough people to facilitate all the bags or need all the bags. So you didn't open that one. Like, we were like, this is, it's going to take him forever to get. He may never find this. Yeah, you
1: guys told me, like, I'd be surprised if you found it before Christmas. And And I was like, whoa, shit. Right. Fuck. But the thing I loved was at one point, Jill's mom was really tired, and her brother in law was like, you can rest when we found all the stones. (laughs) It is amazing. He's like, you can rest later, Karen. Like, we got to find these. Get up, Karen. I mean, he was like going around feeling the top of like all the awnings and stuff. Like, they goes, God, there's got to be one up here. And they were just like, (laughs) they were just like rubbing their hands together, like, where are they? You have no idea how much that happened. And and the funny thing was, like, it was just within two hours. Yeah. It's like we found one, we found one, we found one, we found one. I'm like, Jesus, this is amazing. So we got one left to go. I'm super excited. I'm hoping to. And this is the one.
0: This is the one where I've told you. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, it I, this one's going to be very hard to find. This yeah. one I didn't think was going to be hard to find, uh-huh. but it, now it will be hard to yeah. find. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So I, I I look forward to that to yes. trying to find it. Because I told um, you what happened, right? Yeah. You, you think I said switched it?
0: Well, we sw- we switched it, but where we put it is not where it currently is. Yeah. So it's moved. It's moved. It's moved somewhere. So- <laughs> It will be, interesting. so there's, look, there's a young child to contend with, yeah. there's two cats to contend with. Yeah. It could be anywhere. Could I, be anywhere. I know where, it, I think I know where it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I I knew where it was. Mm-hmm. If it's still in that location, yeah. I have no idea.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> it may or may not be where, it may or may not be in the new resting place.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> that's a fair thing. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll that's see. been fun thank you for giving us this little adventure it you have it's been no great.
0: idea how happy it makes me that your family like lost oh my their god minds they were so it. excited That's about so it fun. we were finding
1: it I was gluing them on I was like yeah it's I doing love it, it. It's so I amazing love it and almost found them in the same order as the movie which is insane we yeah. started out that way now I'm still ending with the Mind Stone which is how the movie ends so you know
0: yes they, they knew where it was exactly uh-huh. well it was
1: all right, calm down. I'm just
0: saying. All right. Can we paint you purple? No. Come on. No. Can we paint Jill purple? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Yes, yeah, let's do that.
0: Let's, do this. let's see how that ends for you. So, is the universe <laughs> finite or infinite?
1: Infinite. Next question.
0: <laughs>
1: um, Why would it be finite? Well, so th- is there an edge to the universe? would no. be the question. Matter is always expanding. Right, but is there. That's a- what I've been told my whole life. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> You know what I, I w- When it comes to this, you know what I was told to,
0: up until I was a certain age that, Santa, that? Santa was real. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what else is a tradition? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, like I. I I don't know enough about that to really, I just, it's like, yeah, they, uh, the universe is constantly expanding. I'm like, okay, right. I haven't been out there enough to know, but now
0: is it, cause I, I know I've heard and if, if, when, well, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson listens to this often. So when he listens to this,
1: we love you, we're fans, he's
0: going to, he's going to lose his mind uh, that I'm asking this, but is it, is it, is the universe expanding at an accelerated rate or at a, uh, decelerating rate? It's still expanding. Right, it's expanding, but is it slowing down in, in, in its expansion, or is it speeding up in its expansion? Because mm-hmm. there's a there's a well, hypothesis. Well, there's a hypothesis that it's going to hit a critical mass point mm-hmm. where it will slow down to the point where it starts to reverse. Mm-hmm. It will all come back together into a singularity mm-hmm. for another big bang. And mm-hmm. there, there there's a hypothesis that it just keeps doing this like a rubber band out mm-hmm. in out in. Um, so if that's the case.
1: Sounds like my prom night.
0: Hey! Up top.
1: Oh, touched hands.
0: Guys, we're ending there. Yes. <laughs> we can't top that. Right. Um, no, there, if, if that theory is, uh, let's say for a second that that is correct, does that mean that once it hits its uh, final point before it starts to come back in, is that a finite amount of space? It, is there a reason it's coming back in now? Did it hit the proverbial edge?
1: It hit its elasticity. Yes. It stretched out as far as it could and it's like all right. Right,
0: but is is that then it's finite? It, that would make, that would mean it's finite then.
1: I feel like you are just totally wandering away from the question, Justin
0: is the universe finite or <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm right
1: in the smack like dab you're, like, you're like it kind of you know, expands and contracts
0: well but I'm saying if it's expanding mm-hmm. and it, it, it under the theory that it expands and then it contracts back into a singularity mm-hmm. once it hits the point where it doesn't expand anymore and it starts to come back in mm-hmm. I would say that that is a finite amount of space that it has taken up
1: well I would say based on the math um, it's just it's it's met it's, uh, as far as it can stretch, not because it's like it can't go anymore. It's like this is as far as it can go, man.
0: Right. So you're just saying – you just said not that it can't go anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just as far as it can go.
1: It can't go meaning <laughs> that like – it's like you pull a rubber band. Yeah. I mean technically there's more space it can go, but there's – Right, but as, the, the rubber band itself is mm-hmm. finite.
0: Yeah. Right. So that's that's what it's asking. Is the universe itself finite? No. If the universe is expanding. Well, because again, then but it begs but the question then, what is outside the universe?
1: Exactly. Gremlins.
0: <laughs> don't get them wet. Don't get them wet.
1: Because they multiply.
0: Um so you're saying it is infinite.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't really have a dog in this race, man. I'm like, I don't know enough about that shit where I'm just like, cool. That's yeah. the kind of shit I love. I love it too. Love that if you want to melt your brain, think about infinity. Right. And what I love too Wars. is th- when I <laughs> Infinity War. Uh I listened to Neil deGrasse Tyson one time. He talked about how there's certain infinities that are greater than others. And I was like, ha, ha, "What? What? Because no, well, that was the on
0: Joe Rogan. The last time it was on Rogan. Yeah. Yeah."
1: I remember I asking Volucci about that.
0: I listened to that. that last year when I, uh, was, when I was training for the marathon. I, yeah. One of, my, one of my long runs, I'm like, Doug told me about this episode.
1: Because depending on what numbers you count, there's some infinities that are greater than others. Right. It's like, oh my God, what? What? That's insane. You said you told Vellucci about that? Oh, yeah. Vellucci was like, yeah, it makes sense. I was like, of course it does, because you're a math guy. Fuck you, Vellucci. Yeah. I was like, fuck. That's crazy. Come on, man. Joe Rogan was like, huh? <laughs> what do you mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm broke. <laughs> His mind was probably melting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he was also high. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Yeah. So next question why does anything exist? <clears throat> I feel like this is a weaker question out of the ones that we've Well,
1: made. let's give me give me
0: some more data. So before there before there was something, there was nothing. Oh, guys, <laughs> exception
1: <laughs> Thank you. And out of nothing <laughs> and <laughs>
0: So before there was something, there was nothing. And out of nothing, how did we get something? What existed before the Big Bang, before creation, and before God? Yes, it becomes very confusing when we throw in theories about other dimensions in nonlinear time, which we already discussed on a whiteboard. But all of these theories fail to answer the most fundamental of all questions. Why does anything exist? We know things exist, but why? I mean... I, I would, my honest answer to that is because...
1: My honest answer is, who cares? Because, I mean, it exists
0: because it exists because they exist. Uh, well, like, why no, no. does it exist? Because.
1: And and I would also go a little bit further and say, you know, again, who cares? I mean, we're here, right? We do exist. I mean, you can ask, what's the meaning of life? Well, yeah, the same, you know, thing like why the meaning I, of life is why are too. we here? You know, and and, and things like that. But I, I'm not gonna ponder why we're here. You know what I mean? Like that,
0: this, I feel like that defeats the question. Well, I, I guess. It defeats the let, game. Let, let
1: me go back with that and say just, um, I guess, again, I'm indifferent on this question. Sure. Because I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't have an answer. I know it's an unanswerable question. It's just like, to me, that's I'm going to take a Drew Dole stance and be like, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> so you're going to take, <laughs> take the nihilist position. I'm going to take nihilist yeah. position, I'm like,
1: it, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm here. Right. So I'm not going ex- to ask, why do I exist? I am. I'm here. Right. I think therefore I am, so tough shit. I'm not gonna think about the reasons why I exist because my dad dumped a load on my mom. There we go. Hey author, what do you think <laughs> about that? Doug just dropped some philosophy on your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Doug, what does time exist? What does time exist? Yep. Uh so we can know when to be on work. Be at work hey! on time. You know. There's practical Doug. <laughs> so we can show up on time, we can be productive, and we can be, you know, we can add to our capitalistic society and make sure that the economy is flowing by gold. <laughs> I did not see it ending that way. Uh,
0: <laughs> so uh, this—how uh, <laughs> else are we going to know when to get uh, together to party, Justin? This lounge chair, this lounge chair philosopher, right, or this armchair philosopher, has this to say about why does time exist? Oh, it pains me to read this. <clears throat> time is the <laughs> Jesus. All right, pull it together. Time is the sound of a metronome ticking in our heads.
1: Okay. The beat of our heart, Uh, the
0: blinking lids on our eyes. Is this guy... The mental waves in our brains, and all the circadian cycles that govern our lives. Much like fish that can't understand water because they're in it all the time. What the fuck? We have a very poor grasp of our most immersive of all substances. Time. Each of us thinks about time differently. To some... It is a tool to be leveraged. To others, a setting sun,
1: he's a, a tool. theory
0: of physics, a philosophy to be debated, the hands of a clock, all right, can the I length keep, of a shadow,
1: can we just, can we cut this off or like the grains this, of sand dropping. I don't need, this, I don't need in an guys hour poetry. Hours. Like this, this is ridiculous. Like he, all of a sudden, he's like, "I want to write something very poetic." Fuck off! What are you, what are you getting to? So here's – he goes, I love Albert Einstein's comment that (laughs) – I was like, Albert Einstein wasn't a poet. I love this quote from Albert Einstein. Fuck you. To quote my favorite poet, (laughs) Hitler. (laughs) I love Albert Einstein's
0: (laughs) comment that the only reason for time is so that everything doesn't happen at once. It's a very Albert Einstein
1: Mm. quote,
0: I feel. Um what Einstein may have been alluding to is the existence of other dimensions outside of those governed by time, but whatever he made the comment, it was ended with a smile. The universal sign for no further explanation will be forthcoming. So again, he is answering his own question with why does time exist with the answer because.
1: And also, he must have met Albert Einstein to know that he ended that with a smile. He's a time traveler! <laughs> get, get him! get him. Um, um, yeah, I, would, I don't even know where to go with that, but yeah. Uh, speaking of fish... Knowing, not knowing whether or not water's real. Have you heard the thing about if you're completely immersed in water, are you wet? Have you heard about this debate? I have not. There's a, a hilarious video on YouTube where these, these guys are asking. This kid fucking loses his mind over it. He's like, look, I put my hand in the water. and He flings it and goes, that's wet. So if I'm in water, if I touch water, I'm wet. We're like, yeah, but if you're completely submerged in water, how would you know that you're wet? How is that different? The only way you know that you're wet is if you're out of the water. So if you're completely submerged, are you wet? The kid was just getting so angry. Oh my god, I love it. I was like it. part of me was like, I actually kind of like this. It's a
0: I feel like it's a valid, like, hypothetical decision. Discuss- because that's debate. a good thing, just
1: like a fish that's in water yeah, yeah. it doesn't know what water is because it's in it all the time. Because that's so just it's environment. If you're completely yeah. submerged, are you wet? Because the only way you know that you're yeah. wet is if wind and the air touches you, and sure. you, you can tell that oh sure. I'm wet. Otherwise, you're always yeah. in it. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love that. Because we know we're not wet right now, right? Because we're not in water, right? But if I were to you. if I were to empty this bottle on you, you yeah. would know like I'm, I'm not wet. in water. I am wet. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, also, when Doug sees me on the beach without a shirt, mm-hmm. typically running, Doug is wet. Yes. It's how it happens. That's exactly nature, how it happens, and that's how it goes. Mm-hmm.
1: It starts uh, at my knees, right?
0: Exactly, which is where all sensuality derives from—is the knees.
1: You know, a lot of people like to look at breasts, butts, eyes. Me, I'm like, baby, let me see those knees. What's your meniscus like? What's the status? <laughs> me, I'm a knee guy. I'm a knee guy. I gotta <laughs> see those knees. Um, What's your patella tendon
0: looking like there, baby? Ooh, patella tendon is kind oh, yeah. of a sexy word, right? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The um, you got some ACL work going on there. Sensory deprivation. You don't have natural MCL. Get out of my face. What is that? Artificial? Uh, is that an ACL implant? Is that implant? from a cadaver? Get Gross. the fuck out of here, dead person. Gross. Nasty. Um, I
0: sensory deprivation tanks interest mm. me because very similarly, uh, if you're in water, are you wet? The I've heard people talk about how uh, when you are in a completely dark space, all sound is removed, and you're floating the weightlessness. Like you do have a complete an utter disconnect of what of essentially what time is, mm-hmm. and that's that's got to be a very weird. So again, like talking about what is time or why does time exist, that's such a unique space to be able to put yourself in. I would. Yeah. Would, would you ever do a, de- a sensory oh, deprivation? 100 percent. I would, would love you? to do that. Really, that sounds amazing. How long do you think you could last?
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I could probably last all night. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know I I would love to give it a try I I hear uh, guys like Joe Rogan talk about it all the time because
0: I'm assuming he's done it oh 100% he does it
1: like nonstop. yeah and I'm like that sounds amazing I I mean I hear people
0: get to like very transcendental states when they're in there yeah
1: because like your mind literally just has to wander yeah there's nothing to sort of uh, you know you're not staring off at a TV with images or you're not looking around there's literally nothing there like your brain just sort of goes okay what do we do now i just i i honestly don't know if i'd be
0: i feel like i would immediately start like talking to myself yeah. <laughs> like
1: just be like oh, so come tomorrow.
0: Uh, And they're like, shut tomorrow. up <laughs> shut up um that or uh what else? shit what was the other oh they're the <clears throat> i think it's in. i want to say it's in is it milwaukee no it's not milwaukee um minnesota i think is the uh, most soundproof room in the world.
1: Ooh, I'd love to check that out too.
0: That is. Have you ever heard about this? No. They have uh, it's at a it's some at some lab or some faci- like science facility, but they've constructed the most soundproof room in the world and people have reportedly gone in there and actually been able to hear the blood flowing through their veins Whoa. because it's so unnervingly quiet that is awesome i'd love to check that out yeah do a road I've, trip i'm telling you mind minute. gap road trip mind gap road trip we'll, we'll podcast from within the studio
1: i'm sure they'll love that yeah right we'll just ruin it i remember going to there, a there's uh, a there's a record though
0: for how long someone's been able to stay stay in there and they can't like a lot of people actually say it's too loud to really? be in there because you're like, oh, wow. like it's, you can just hear like there's nothing so you're hearing everything like it's Whoa. it's this weird like
1: dude challenge accepted yeah we got to look that up, dude. That sounds like an awesome road trip. Um, I remember hearing, or I went to uh, an art museum, and uh, there was this room. You had to, like, duck under to get in. Yeah. And there's just, like, giant rolls of carpet all over the wall. And in the middle of the room, there was a piano. And you realized that if you stood outside... You could not hear the piano because the sound was absorbed through all the carpet, and it was amazing. You walked in, you were like, "Whoa, this is super fucking soundproof." Because like really, when you really walk cool. in, you
0: can almost hear like the sound go.
1: Yeah, you are like, "Hey," yeah. and it's just dead. Yeah, I like, am like, "Whoa, this it, is fucking cool." It's amazing
0: how much different that can, like how much different a truly soundproof or, or sound uh, soundproofed room can mm-hmm. uh, can make. Because you are not used to hearing, you always hear a slight echo. You always yeah. so like even in here, you are hearing a slight echo. And, like, it's just so it, – it's unnerving a little bit because you're just like, wow, so – it's just dead. Like, something, the sound is there's dead. There's
1: something, for lack of a better word, sexy about that to me. Because bit, yeah. I, I love a – like, you walk in, like, oh, that's soundproof. Like, nothing yeah. is – nothing's escaping. It's all efficient. Yeah. You know, Practical Doug loves that.
0: The Orfield Laboratories. Um, Annie – Annie it? A-N-E-C-H-O-I-C? chamber holds a Guinness world record for being 99.9% sorry 99.99% soundproof the wow. room is in Minneapolis and is the long um the longest anyone has lasted inside is 45 minutes that sounds like a long time that is a long fucking time um oh. we might have to do a little bit more research on this and talking yeah um
1: I love everything about it
0: yeah I I, I really feel like we need to see if we can somehow that, sounds do that. yeah um so anyway that's that so
1: yeah, time time happens.
0: Yeah, uh, we're gonna skip over a couple of these. Uh, I'm gonna read some of these off, and if one of them sparks your interest, mm-hmm. let me know, and we'll we'll open it up. All right. Why do humans matter?
1: I feel like that's <clears> the why are we here.
0: Yep. Um, why are humans so fallible?
1: That's a fair question, I guess.
0: I mean, why? I would say this from a larger standpoint: Why do humans want to kill each other?
1: It's in our dinner.
0: Like. It is such a weird. Like we're all we're all sharing the same well, so same funny. space, but there we have some people have this insatiable need to just murder
1: and get rid of others. Well, it's so funny because a common thing people say we're like, well, I, hey, I'm human. Hey, everybody's human, right? To,
0: to the idea that the mask like we're all flawed, yeah. you
1: know, like everyone's <clears> going to be, you know, saying something that's not perfect, right? Um, I guess part of that too is the idea that perfection is impossible. Okay. There's nothing perfect in the world, so to me, the idea of being flawed is a natural state of things. Would
0: is no perfection in the world? Would you say that's also a perceived thing?
1: I guess. I mean, to some people, there may be the perfect slice of pizza, you know. Or, right. When an opinion or, comes or, into it, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, but, but
0: so it, you're saying there nothing is perfect in the world? Like, for the for example, there's no possible way to get a perfect sphere. Exactly. Or I was to get say, a, perfect a perfect circle, circle or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, there's no way to to do perfection at sort of regard. Or there's you know. Uh, nothing is one hundred percent efficient. Right, you know, there's, right. there, the idea of perfection is is an impossible goal. Right. So to ask why humans are fallible, I'd be like, well, I would counter his question with the question: Is why is nothing perfect? So that's you know, a uh, valid. You know, why, question? why is there no perfection yeah. in, in the world? And um, you know, uh, I don't know that because nothing else is perfect. So why would humans be any different? Yeah. So I mean, animals aren't perfect. They fuck up all the time.
0: Now, to go back to your question about why yeah, humans want to kill
1: each other, I think it's animal instinct. You know, people go down to the fact that they're guarding their territory. They have their tribe, and anyone who's outside of their tribe, you know, is is something that you know automatically they're aimed to defend themselves. They think something that they don't know and they fear is dangerous. So,
0: so you think this is a holdover? Like an extreme holdover from our, our most primal forms. Yeah. yeah.
1: We're animals. I mean, we really are, 100%. I mean, you look at people, the savage things they do to each other, the fact that people would pee in someone else's stall behind the, the toilet. We are savage. No,
0: I mean, it's disgusting. I don't know who the fuck would We are would savage
1: do that. beings in a savage garden. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the idea that, you know, you know... Uh, I'm watching this show called The 100. I'm almost embarrassed to say that I'm watching it. Why are you embarrassed? I don't know. It seems like something you'd see on the CW initially. Um, All right, I get it now. And <laughs> uh, the first couple episodes feel like that, but I got through them and I'm like, I'm hooked on it right now. Yeah. And part of the the, the conceit for the show is uh, there's a giant nuclear war and there was only a handful of humans that made it to these space stations and they've been living in space for generations, orbiting the Earth, waiting for the Earth to be habitable again. And uh, they send 100 teenagers down to the earth to see if it's habitable because they're running out of air. Okay. And so they have no idea if it's habitable. And these 100 teenagers land there and they're just basically making their way...
0: Why teenagers? They I were all, like they were all f- convicted
1: ki- criminals.
0: Yeah, okay. That makes um, sense.
1: But they're also living in a society where you, if you even make it the slightest mistake, you're considered a criminal and it's oh, punishable by okay. death because they're like, we can't let you hang around here. Use resources and rations and air if you're going to be a fuck up. Right, right. So all, all these teenagers were just in prison. They're like, cool, send 100 of them down. They go down and then they meet up, spoiler alert, with another tribe of people down there. And of course, the first thing they do is attack each other. Right. Yeah. because their natural thing is the This, is, this is an yeah. enemy, right? You know, no one comes up and's like, "Hey, how's it going? Right. We're from over here." <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh," because your natural instinct is. And as I'm watching the show, I'm like, "Would you trust this person?" I'm like, "Probably not." Right? Yeah. No, I mean, you don't know their intentions. Like, absolutely, you yeah. have no idea. You know, if they're armed and stuff like that. You have to assume that they're going to do you harm as well. Yeah. You know, if you're like, "Oh yeah, come to my camp," and like, "Cool, they all live over here. Let's go kill them and steal their shit." Right. You know, like that's a that's a real. I'm really fidgety tonight. I apologize. No, you're okay. I got the butt itchies You got butt- oh, you got butt- the butt- tingles. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: because you got long pants on. I do. I, I took my
1: pants, pants off long before we started and god bless you for doing that. Yeah, that's what I do. You know what though? You kind of chubby. Why don't you run a little bit, okay, there kid? You run you train you train for a marathon over there? The what? training for a marathon over there? The what? You're training for a marathon over there? The what? There? The what? There? The what? You kiss your mother for me. <laughs> hey, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Hey. Kiss your mother hey, with that? Mother? Say how do you mother for me? Hey, say how do you father? All I right. want to a society of your father. So I'm gonna
0: blow through the the last couple yeah, of these here. Blow uh, why are humans so fallible? We did that one. Uh, do human accomplishments have long term meaning? I mean, I I'm guess. Sure, I guess. I mean, I mean, I I would say there are some. Yes, I would say like whoever d- decided, whoever f- uh, accomplished uh, creating um, life. God.
1: God. <laughs> Whoever created God. Well no. played, Justin. Uh, uh, aqua, um, <laughs> Aqueducts. Farming and like... Uh, um, Agriculture.
0: Yeah, but what is like um, watering the fields, like, like ways to uh, get water out into the fields. Yeah. What is the, There's a word for that, yes? Uh, irrigation. Irrigation, thank you. Yeah, you're asking the that landscape is, master That's why here. I asked you, right, yeah. yeah. So I would say that is a very long, mm-hmm. long-term meaningful thing that they someone did. I'd say, so the, I would ad- say yes. the
1: atomic bomb. Sure. means something. Right, you know? Einstein. Mm-hmm, but... <laughs> So, kind so of something. Einstein <laughs> made it. Uh, I mean, the fact that someone invented the bow and arrow. Right. You know, that had long term meaning. I mean, Jesus, uh, Genghis Khan ruled forever with that, with that technology. Absolutely. You know, he was yeah. able to conquer so much because of a weapon that they invented. And
0: reshaped a lot of what we know as the world. F- yeah.
1: Fertilization. You know, someone who came up with the idea to fertilize the ground to help the grass. Crop rotation. I mean, we go yeah. on forever about just agricultural. A uh, person who invented soap. Right. Whoever invented re- reverse cowgirl. Right? right. Exactly. The threesome. Right. You guys. know, Important shit, right? Uh, why is the future? This
0: is one uh, that you. I knew there was one left. Why is the future unknowable?
1: That's the stupidest question
0: I've ever heard. And then, what is the purpose of death? <laughs> I wish to God you guys could see Doug's. I'm glad we're not live streaming because I'm I, so fidgety right now, and that's just I'm really I'm all over the place over right now. Uh, I, I wish, have
1: to be rocking around on the stool.
0: I wish to God that you guys could have seen his face God. when I asked that question. What was, was the purpose of death? It, just, <laughs> it was the most like. <laughs> you, if, if it's being, as
1: if I insulted everything you've ever stood for. I feel, if, if I had to be prudly, prudely, uh, brutally honest with this, it's just that I've never considered that question because, again, it's irrelevant.
0: Right. Can uh, I tell you what our philosophy no, says? No, you can't. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I guess from a philosophy standpoint, it allows us to appreciate our time yeah, because it's finite. It's not infinite. And, you know... Ooh. Exception! I don't know if that was an exception, but, you know, I want to say it. Call back! (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it allows, you know, us to appreciate that because I don't think there's anything that's immortal. Sure. Is there? The Highlander, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, he's around. (laughs) Doing the Lord's work. Yeah, he'll he'll find you. (laughs) He'll find you and cut off your head. Absolutely, yeah. Enjoy the quickening, you know. (laughs) Gates is your power and your memories and all that sort of stuff. The quickening. The quickening. Yeah. well, let's, let's go back to why don't we know the future was that? Why is the future unknowable? That's one of the stupidest questions I've ever heard. Because it's the fucking future it hasn't happened yet. Why would we know the future? I mean I could tell Answer you, me. I could tell you what? <laughs>
0: what, is, what is I would love if Batman did it in that instead of instead of <laughs> answer me. It was just
1: answer me. Hey, answer me.
0: Just annoys him. just a terrible... Where is she? A grating, annoying voice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I can tell you what what our philosopher is. What does Copernicus say? I don't know if you want to know. Let's let's hear it. All right. This is the last thing I'll read on this guy. While I'm well aware of the notion that a known future will strip us of our drive and motivation, mm understanding the consequences still doesn't explain why the future isn't knowable. What are you talking about? I like to think... Of the future as a force so massive that the entire universe is being pulled forward in time simultaneously. We have no choice in this matter. The future will happen, whether or not we agree to participate. Currently, there are no known techniques for us to speed it up, slow it down, or even try to stop it. Way to go! The pace with which the future is unfolding is constant, and at the same time, relentless. Will the future?
1: Always remain unknowable? I mean, there's a, a decent argument. Is like, will we ever be able to know the future? I mean, because that talks sure. with the idea of time and the concept of time.
0: Maybe sp- travel, yeah.
1: Dude, his, 95% of that is just absolute horseshit. I, what, read that opening line, he says.
0: While I'm well aware of the notion that a known future will strip us of our drive and
1: motivation... See, that right there, I have a problem with that because it's, it almost makes it sound like we're choosing not to know the future because otherwise we'll be lazy. Right. No, we don't have the choice, you idiot. But if we did know, knowing the future would strip us of that. Yeah, but what's this question?
0: Why is the future unknowable? Uh, right. Like, Understanding
1: the consequences still doesn't explain why the future is unknowable. It's unknowable because it's in the fucking future. <laughs> Time, you idiot. We don't know it because it hasn't happened yet. I do know something about the future. Oh, yeah? I will go home and I <laughs> will eat dinner. Okay, but what time? What oh, time will dude. you walk in that door?
0: Dude, if I know that, it's going to strip me of the drive and motivation to walk in the door. Right. 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 If there's one other thing that I know, Doug, mm. there's a, there's a, a constant
1: yeah. in this world, uh-huh. in
0: this universe, yeah. that you do know mm-hmm. that it's coming.
1: Yes. And it's called... Jesus. <laughs>
0: He was part of one. Of, <laughs> he was he was a contender during one of our one of these. Was he? Yes, he was. <laughs> okay, yeah, we had remember it was Jesus versus, we, we, I think it was like a,
1: an ice skating throwdown. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it I, was, mean, I think Matt Baker was a part of that one. I
0: think it was no. I thought
1: it was, was the three It was a three. No, no, way no, it was at your place, but was oh. was Baker there? uh maybe I don't know. It was a three way. It was a three way for yeah. sure with yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, the throwdown three way with Jesus, our new improv team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's throwdown. Uh, we're three-way with Jesus. Can nine. we get a non-religious suggestion, please? You would have to qualify that. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, so today's throwdown, uh, we're going to do uh, it's, it's <laughs> love it. Two, uh, two plant-based creatures. All right, good. We are doing Groot. We're bringing him back mm-hmm. because he won last time. Mm-hmm. We're bringing him get back, and we're putting him, putting him up against Swamp Thing.
1: I was hoping you would go with Swamp Thing. Were you? We said plant based. I'm like, it's got to be Swamp Thing. Yeah, absolutely. So it's Marvel versus DC, Groot versus Swamp Thing. I guess Swamp Thing is technically DC, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because he's with Constantine and shit. For some reason, Constantine and, and Swamp Thing. It's, always, have a it's it's the fringe relationship. Yeah. It's a weird thing, yeah. it's, all, it's um, also like the fringe DC universe. Uh, so, what are some of Swamp Thing's powers?
0: I'm glad you asked, Doug. Thank you. Uh, Swamp Thing can inhabit and animate vegetable matter anywhere, including oh boy, including <laughs> alien plants.
1: I love. He can inhabit vegetable matter. That is one of the dumbest questions or dumbest statements I've ever heard. Do
0: you think the guy who wrote, who <laughs> created this, was just like I? I look at him as just like a sad alcoholic who he was told, "Look, Ted." You haven't created anything in a year and a half. You have to come up with something or we have to let you go by
1: Friday. Ted, you made Aquaman and we're kind of disappointed in Aquaman because he just talks to fish. You made Aquaman 30 years <laughs> he ago. He can't have Ted. it any body of water, right. including alien water. <laughs> you got to come up with something new, man. Like, what we'll to do? It. Water lives in swamps, swamps, and there's a lot of vegetation. There's a thing in swamps. There's there's a swamp swamp thing. thing. There, I nailed it. I got it. I got something. Can I get a paycheck? Please.
0: (laughs) So uh, he can inhabit and animate vegetable matter anywhere, including alien plants, even sentient ones. And construct it into a body for himself. As a result, bodily attacks mean little to him. He can easily regrow damaged or severed body parts, and can even transport himself across the globe by leaving his current form, transferring his conscious to a new form uh, grown from wherever vegetable matter is present and the location. Why he does it have to, to say
1: vegetable matter? Right. He even grew. <laughs> say plants. <laughs> he even imagine g- him inhabiting a tomato. Which is technically a fruit, so that doesn't count. A a cabbage. A carrot. (laughs) A carrot. A giant carrot. He even grew himself
0: uh, a form out of John Constantine's meager tobacco supply on one occasion. Um, He possesses superhuman strength. Um... Blah, blah, blah. He can absorb, uh, can control any form of plant life. He can make it bend to his will or
1: accelerate its growth. So that begs the question, can he control Groot?
0: Well, I was saying, and Groot being an alien form, I I would say that he actually might have control over Groot. Groot can absorb wood as food, that's power, (laughs) and has the ability to regenerate. Groot can control trees and plants, using them to attack others. So in theory, Groot could control the matter that plant thing is made of as well or a swamp thing is made of as well uh, plant trees.
1: trees though trees and plants uh, so it depends so who can control who because i think that's what that boils down to and
0: appears to be resistant to fire groot is able to sprout dramatically increasing in mass which then severely inhibits movements uh <laughs> groot has been seen uh been seemingly killed on multiple occasions each time we growing from a sprig so
1: there's that I feel like Swamp Thing has more power in this situ- situation.
0: I would say that because it's vegetable matter.
1: <laughs> I would say
0: that if they both other
1: improv team vegetable matter. Right. Can we have a meat suggestion, please? <laughs> Penis. Okay, here we go. Here Penis. we go,
0: and we're off.
1: Um, yeah, I would say I would say just based
0: off the fact that he Swamp Thing seems to have a broader scope of control over uh, sorts forms of organic matter. We'll say yeah. Uh, if if he was if he made himself out of plants and or trees uh Groot may have a, an opportunity to do that but I feel like swamp thing is is going to um the fact that he can also trans transmute himself or he can like across the globe he can just like pop his consciousness out go to another yeah. location and like reform a body
1: I don't see any way groot could ever stop him
0: no because he could just I mean right before death he would just pop out, pop into a new form. I feel like and there is no
1: death for right. him. He just immediately goes somewhere else. So I guess so. the
0: thing is, is Swamp Thing seems at least to be, and I don't know much about him, but it seems to be more, Swamp Thing seems to be more of a, a concept yeah. than a thing. Like yeah. it's just, it
1: is a, like an energy mass, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give this one to Swamp Thing.
0: I feel, it's a humanoid plant elemental creature. That's what I'm he, sorry,
1: a humanoid plant vegetation creature. Sorry, that's vegetable right. Vegetable
0: creature. Guys, this is why DC lacks. <laughs>
1: That's why they don't call him Vegetable Thing, you know. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. So,
0: yeah, unfortunately, I got to give it. I love, as much as I love Groot, I got to give it to Swamp Thing.
1: Swamp Thing for the win, baby. Yeah, Swamp Thing for
0: the win. Swamp Thing. Now, DC fans, please tell us, or Marvel fans
1: or DC fans, tell us why we're wrong. What do you think? Groot or Swamp Thing? Right. Make your case. Make your case. Well, that was fun. Thank you for that.
0: Hey, I I feel like you have been pulled out out of the cantankerous.
1: Yeah, it was moon fun. Slightly. It was enjoyable to get angry and, uh, and cathartic. Call bullshit, but also explore some of those philosophical things. So, thank you. You're welcome, Justin. Uh, you got anything you want to plug or promote this week? I do. Chris and Matt show is still running nice. uh, for the next three weekends,
0: so go check that out. It is in the Demott Theater at the Second City. Tickets are thirteen bucks. Um, if you're a student, they're ten, and I think if you're a senior, they're seven, maybe. So it's all on uh, Second City Training Center's webpage. If you just Google the Chris and Matt show, um, it should come up like around the top. Um, we did some videos for them, and this one is pretty awesome. And then, uh, also, I'm going to say I saw A Quiet Place. Oh, yeah? And it was great. Nice. Where'd where you see it? I uh, rented it on, okay. on iTunes.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. I want to check that one out.
0: So. I, I think you would, your your qualms with it, uh-huh. I think, uh, while valid, once you see it, I think you'll go,
1: all right, I guess. I doubt it. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you'll, still, you'll still go, how do you fart? Yeah, right? But- uh, First time someone shits, they're dead. Right. Well-
0: You'll see. Okay. But uh, I would say, too, Beth, when she's sleeping, sometimes will make noises. Like she'll like... Like a... a, Huh? Dead. Whatever. Right. I'll do the same thing. I have been known to fully talk in my sleep. I one time was giving a speech in my sleep. Gone. So there's that for sure. Mm -hmm. But you'll see it in the movie. Uh, It is, though, I would fully...
1: Well, if they were in Minneapolis uh you know they'd be just fine there you go you Live just gotta make it to that soundproof try room try to hang out there for 45 minutes plus right you just Not lose your mind right exactly
0: um i i do agree with the score I got on rotten tomatoes though i'll say it was a very well done movie cool and a very original uh concept
1: nice what about you uh i'm gonna do it i'm gonna recommend the 100 so oh, far of i'm uh what am i eight episodes in okay that may change. There's five seasons, so we'll see uh, how it goes. But so far, I'm impressed. If you can get through like the first two or three, because I was watching this, and I was like looking away going, why the fuck am I doing this? This is really obnoxious. Right, right. Uh, just really obnoxious characters right away. But then all of a sudden, they, you start realizing they have layers, and they start changing. Okay. And you're like, whoa. And then there's some like legit death. You're like, oh, shit. That girl just stabbed that guy in the throat. Holy okay. fuck. And you get put with... I, I love the idea of... It's got a lot of lost elements um, mixed with it. a little bit Of Battlestar Galactica right. At the same time And um, Got some actors From Battlestar Galactica In it too But I love the idea Of cool You have a certain Amount of people In in uh, An area trying to survive What do you do Especially when Certain situations arise You know Do you try to make Peace with the locals um, Do you um, You know If someone does Something wrong What do you do Because initially People are like Fuck it We don't need rules Because there's so many Rules on the space station Like fuck it We do what we want Down here And all of a sudden Someone does something it's like, uh-oh, uh, what do we do? And then accusations fly. They're like, hang them. And it's like, wait, what? What do you do? Like, right. how do you establish this rule of law? Like. What goes on, all that sort of stuff, and then you, sh- I start wondering, like Jesus, these kids are just fucking left and right. Like, yeah. w- what happens when someone gets pregnant? You know what's going on? You know they don't have condoms down there. Oh so. no, they're they're raw dogging. Yeah, so I'm like, oh my god, you know. It's, so it's it, that stuff is the sociological stuff that always fascinates me. So I'll keep you posted as I watch more of that. Please and, do, uh, yeah. Let you know what's going on. So yeah, uh, guys, you can find Mind Gap on Facebook and Twitter, uh, or also on Instagram. Uh, both for Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. Uh, and Justin exists in the digital realm.
0: That's correct. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Oops, sorry, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on- you, you do it. Spotify. There you go, you earned it. And Google Podcasts. Uh, We want you to subscribe to us on there, leave a review, let people know what they're getting into, and then also big, big, big thing is share us around. If you like what you hear, share us with your closest friend, and uh, ruin that friendship immediately. Exactly. Uh east slash MindGap and 2 slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. Uh, uh, I do a podcast every Monday with Milos Stavanovich, and it's about the bar industry. It's fun. It's cool. Whatever. No big deal.
1: Milos, we love you. Milos, love you So love you so much. Miloszavich, so good. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week, and uh, have a happy Labor Day. MindGap Podcast.